Welcome to the podcast of Destiny Community Church. Hope has a name and his name is Jesus. Good morning, Destiny family. Thanks for spending Easter online with us. This is certain to be an Easter that we will not soon forget. You know, two weeks ago, I heard a well-intended news anchor on Fox News make a statement in response to social distancing being extended to April 30th. And he said, Easter will come, but its celebration will be private and very much muted. I understand what he meant. However, you can't mute the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The effects of the resurrection continue to echo throughout time and eternity. The enemy has tried to mute this truth many times throughout history. And each time that he does, the resurrection just gets louder and louder. And the gospel of Jesus is being preached more online and around the world today than any other time in history. The church is alive and well. And besides... The church isn't something we go to or something that we do. The church is who we are. We are the church, and stay-at-home orders will not silence us. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. You know, the phrase, no stone unturned, is an idiom that means every possible effort has been used to find something or to solve a problem. If someone were to claim that they left no stone unturned, they would be claiming that they had exhausted every effort. Kind of like that time, and some of you have heard this story before, but my son lost his headphones that, that uh, he bought for himself. Some Beats headphones, very expensive headphones. And they fell out of his truck, or at least he thought they fell out of his truck, in a parking lot at a restaurant when he opened the door. And he went back to that parking lot. Of course, they were gone. And when he got home, he was just distraught over it and just upset with himself. And, uh, you know, we asked him, his mom asked him, I asked him, did you look in your truck? Did you look thoroughly? Did you make sure that you looked in your truck? And of course, when his mother went out and looked in the truck, there they were. You just had to, to, to dig a little bit and, and, and she found the headphones. If you had a mysterious illness, you would want a doctor that would not leave one stone unturned. If you were on trial for a crime that you did not commit, you would want a lawyer that would leave no stone unturned to find the truth. And if you needed some vital evidence, you would hope that your attorney would hire a good private investigator that would leave no stone unturned. There's something to be said for someone that goes that extra mile and looks for every possible solution, a person that leaves no stone unturned. Today, I want you to turn in your Bibles or on your digital device to Mark chapter 13. Mark chapter 13, we're going to read from there, and in a few moments, we'll read again uh, from another chapter. Mark chapter 13, and, and our text this morning takes place during the last week of the earthly ministry of Christ before his crucifixion. Jesus and his disciples were staying in Bethany on the outskirts of Jerusalem, and they would travel into Jerusalem almost daily to participate in the Passover festivities. On Sunday, we know that they were greeted with a crowd that shouted, Hosanna, as Jesus made his triumphant entry into Jerusalem riding on a donkey. On Monday, they entered the temple, and Jesus was heartbroken over what it had become, and he overturned the tables and drove out the money changers, and I guess you could call it a temple tantrum. So that, that's where you're supposed to put your laughing emoji there. Uh, but 
with thousands making their pilgrimage to Jerusalem to celebrate Passover, many of them would, would have to buy their animal sacrifices at the temple. And, and it was kind of like buying popcorn at a sporting event. That's how irreverent it was. And, and, and they could buy pigeons to be sacrificed as an offering to God. You know, pigeons, get your pigeons. And, and there, this was a common practice, but apparently there was some price gouging going on and this upset Jesus. And, and so he said, I'm not gonna have this in my father's house. We know on Tuesday as he entered the temple, the chief priests and scribes and even the elders questioned his authority. The Pharisees and the Herodians questioned him about paying taxes. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar is what they said. And Jesus' response was, render unto Caesar what is Caesar's and unto God what is God's. Then the, Sadduce the Sadducees questioned him about the possibility of the resurrection of the dead and eternal life because they did not believe in the power of resurrection. To which Jesus responded, He is not God of the dead, but of the living. Then the scribes try and trap him and ask him, What's the greatest commandment? And Jesus doesn't just give them one, he, he gives them the top two. And he says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And he says, The second is to love your neighbor as yourself. He didn't ask for it, but he gave it to him anyway. During his teaching, he warns against the proud and pretentious demeanor of the scribes. And he points out that a widow gave more to God than anyone else. He watches her as she goes and, and she gives her might. They gave out of their abundance, but she gave out of her poverty and, and she gave everything that she had. It wasn't about how much that she gave. It was the heart in which she gave it. Also on Tuesday, Judas would bargain with the Sanhedrin to betray Jesus. Needless to say, this was a mentally exhausting week for him. And every day, Christ had to be at the top of his game, constantly having to defend his divine authority and his standards. And, and this week was just getting started because by the end of the week, he's going to be arrested and crucified. But on Tuesday, as they're leaving the temple, it seemed as if one of his disciples tried to lighten the mood. And that's where I want to read first from Mark chapter 13, verses 1 and 2. Mark 13, 1 and 2. As he came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what wonderful stones and what wonderful buildings. In other words, look at the bright side, Jesus. At least the facilities look nice. I know that they are questioning your every move right now, but, but doesn't the architecture of this building look very nice? And verse 2 says, And Jesus said to him, Do you see these great buildings? There will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. In other words, not one stone will be unturned. Now I know that Jesus was talking about the literal destru destruction of the temple, but I can't help but think that Jesus was solidifying his mission with this statement, reiterating that, that he would complete his mission and not one stone would be left unturned. We know later that the temple was completely destroyed it took place in 70 A.D., about 40 years later after Christ made this prediction. And it happened at the hands of the Romans in response to a Jewish revolt. And not one stone was left standing upon another. Jesus predicted that this would happen 40 years earlier, and it did. Which leads me to believe if God said it, it will come to pass. If God gave you a promise, it's going to come to pass. I remember years ago, my dad was preaching, and I heard him 
talk about a bumper sticker that he read on someone's car and the bumper sticker said, God said it, I believe it, and that settles it. To which my dad responded, God said it and that settles it. It doesn't matter if you believe it or not. God has always stood firm with his word. Isaiah 25 and 9, 700 years before the birth of Christ, the prophet said in that day the people will proclaim this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord in whom we trusted. Let us rejoice in the salvation he brings. Matthew 1 and 21 says, She will bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus for he will save his people from their sins. Matthew 18 and 11, For the Son of Man has come to save that which was lost. So if God said that he would save us from our sins, if he said that he would save that which was lost, mark it down, God will save those that call upon the name of Jesus. But there was this very human moment where your salvation, my salvation, and the salvation of humanity hung in the balance. At the end of the week, after the Last Supper, Jesus finds himself praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mark chapter 14, verses 32 through 36 says, And they went to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Sit here while I pray. And he took with him Peter and James and John and began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, My soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. And going a little farther... He fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. This is it. This is the most human moment that you will find Christ endure. He knows what is right. He knows what has to happen but he also understands the pain that is associated with it. He understands that our salvation hangs in the balance. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. Without a sacrifice, there is no salvation. And our opportunity to get right with God all comes down to this moment. Will the Son of God pay the price for our sin? And, and we know the rest of the story. We know that, that he will go through with it. We know that, that Christ doesn't chicken out, that, that, that he doesn't give up on it. Jesus Christ pays the price, and he died for you. He died for me. But it doesn't end there. Mark chapter 16, verses 1 through 6. When the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they, could, they might go and anoint him. And very early on the first day of the week, when the sun had risen, they went to the tomb. And they were saying to one another, who will roll away the stone for us from the entrance of the tomb? And looking up, they saw that the stone had been rolled back. It was very large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, dressed in a white robe, and they were alarmed. And he said to them, do not be alarmed. You seek Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. See the place where they laid him. Church, the resurrection of Christ is as important as the death of Christ. The story is told of a family that was watching that old movie, The Greatest Story Ever Told About the Life of Christ. 
And one of the young daughters was sitting on the couch and she was deeply moved, even to tears, as Jesus was, was carrying his cross to Calvary. She sat in silence until they took Jesus off the cross and laid him in a tomb. And that's when she sat up straight. She wiped her eyes and she shouted, now comes the good part. Church, now comes the good part. If it was not uh, for Christ being raised from the dead, our faith would be in vain. It, it's useless. At that moment, it becomes nothing more than religion. But what we have is more than religion. It's a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what brings about salvation. Because he rose from the grave, that secures our eternal life. 1 Corinthians 15 and 17 says, And if Christ has not been raised, then your faith is useless and you are still guilty of your sins. Romans 10 and 9 says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Like a good doctor, Jesus turns over every stone. Like a good lawyer, he turns over every stone. Like a good advocate, he turns over every stone. Not one stone left unturned. He went to extremes to come after us and he stopped at nothing. To secure our salvation and to secure our eternity, he went that extra mile. And you think that COVID-19 can stop and hinder the resurrection of Jesus Christ? A grave couldn't stop him. He turned the stone. He rolled the stone and he walked right out of that grave. Maybe you've joined us today and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Well, you don't have to go another moment without knowing him as your Lord and Savior. You too can have that assurance that I have. That your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. That you can spend eternity in heaven with God the Father, Christ the Son. And so today I want to lead you in a prayer. It's going to be my words, but I want you to make these words your words. I want you to mean this from your heart. Right now, the Holy Spirit is pulling at you and, and he, he's drawing you into the Father. This is that moment. And everything that we've done today, everything behind uh, th th this, this video coming to you right now, everything behind the production of this is all for this moment so that you can receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And so I want you to look up to heaven and I want you to say these words with me. Say, dear Lord, I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins and that he rose again, giving me eternal life. And today, I make him the Lord of my life. In his name I pray. Amen. 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 Man, we celebrate with you right now in hundreds of homes. People are celebrating because you gave your heart to Christ. And you do have a next step that we want you to take. And we don't want you to be ashamed to do this. Jesus said, if you're ashamed of me before men, I'll be ashamed of you before the Father. Don't be ashamed to do this. This is so simple. This is your first testimony. All you, you have to do is just connect with us. We want you to go to destinycommunitychurch.org slash connect. Go down to the decision form and just fill that out. We've got a book that we want to send you. We want to give this to you, our investment into you. That tells you all about your next steps.
but you need to tell someone and we want you to tell us today. Don't be ashamed of that. We praise God for what he's done in your life. Now take that next step. Destinycommunitychurch.org slash connect. Fill out the decision form so that we can continue to celebrate with you. Thank you for listening to the podcast of DCC. For service times and directions, log on to www.destinycommunitychurch.org. Thanks again for listening.